check one two what's going on guys this is ivan casares here we're coming to you guys live with the time talk podcast this is our second episode and i'm super excited to welcome my buddy my friend team member business partner Gio Ruiz. he's here with us today hey thanks for having me man stoked to be here yeah so um i'm super excited because today we're gonna talk about a little bit about real estate right so in this podcast as you guys know it's it's Oh, we got the cops. They're coming for somebody. That's 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 like uh, the, the one of the perks of this new office, right? Is like we're, <laughs> we're on a busy, busy like area. A lot of people see the signs, but then you also get some of that here and there. <laughs> so uh, don't mind our, our uh, action packed background sound sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And so like I was saying, what's what's super exciting about this podcast is one of the things that we want to do is deliver more information than just real estate, life, spiritual health wealth you know and so today we're going to talk about what we're, we're what some of you guys are following us for and it's really just real estate what's happening in the market it's 2021 and things have changed and we want to start off with reading some stats right now it is a crazy seller's market and uh, today you're really going to learn a lot of what to expect out of the marketplace whether you're a seller or you're a buyer and what to expect so Gio, tell us a little bit about what's happening with the stats for sure. So there's a, a few key metrics we want to look at. Uh, new listings, obviously, that's just is exactly what it sounds like. How many new listings are there on the market? And uh, there's a change of uh, 6%, so negative 6% mm. less available. Uh, pending sales and closed sales, though, are up 12 to 14%. Not a surprise, right? Interest rates are low, so a lot, yeah. of, pe lot of people can afford homes. Mm -hmm. And so everything that's available is getting bought out. Uh, days on market. This one's crazy, man. Uh, days on market. It's down 47%. So things are going 47% wow. faster. So the average days on market last year, uh, was 44 days yep. and now it's down to 23. Holy moly. So the house is like, that's why I'm sure, right? Like how many clients have you said like, dude, it just hit the market on Wednesday. What do you mean? It's already pending on Saturday. Yeah. Um, that's probably my favorite one, right? Because I feel like, um, you know, before we would have like, oh, let's just go take a look at it this weekend. Yeah. And, and now it's like, hey, it just came out today. We got to go see it today or tomorrow. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's like, and it's a bummer because so, how many clients are you working with where they work a nine to five, they can't get off on Wednesday at three to go see it. And now it gets dark earlier. It's like, mm -hmm. so we can't go through this weekend. It's like, well, let's not even look at houses until Thursday or Friday because those are the ones that will be available this weekend. Yeah. And well, let's, let's just add to that too. So. I think what's really been more difficult too with showings is so for the people that are watching and, and don't know is we actually have to send a PED form and so PED is basically stating that hey you haven't been in contact with anyone that doesn't have or has been exposed exposed to COVID and so we have to send these forms to a listing agent and they have to approve our time and then because of COVID you know we're not doing showings like before where it was like come whenever now it's like you have 15 minute increments and we're only showing doing showings from like Saturday and Sunday and it's gonna be from like one to two and and three people in the house total and peed form is a property entrance advisory disclosure yeah right? that's like so just for those people listening that aren't familiar with what the acronyms for totally and I think uh, so kind of going off the the showings it's been super frustrating because some people are like, oh, today's all booked. You can't see it today. And yeah, it, that's that's never happened. Really. <laughs> We're booked. What do you mean you're booked? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Nope, you can't see it either. What do you mean? Nope, Saturday and Sunday are booked. And you're like, how the heck am I going to get my clients to see this mm -hmm. house? 
And now with 23 days average time, it's even crazier. Was it 23 days? 23 days. Yeah. Well, 23 days, yeah. So it's down 47%. Uh, let's see here. Let's keep going with the stats, huh? Uh, av- prices are up a little bit. Average sales price up 18% from last year. Uh, and then uh, these are all stats. The percentages I'm referring to are from the last year. So in change over a year. And then this one's the craziest is a month's supply of inventory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and w- last year it was 2.2. So that meant that out of all the homes for sale, we would run out of homes in 2.2 months yep. if nothing new came on. Yep. Now it's 0.8. <laughs> that means that we'll, we'll be out of, so if no new homes come on the market between, you know, for a month, we'll be out before the month's end. So they'll last three weeks. That's why everything goes so fast, right? It's crazy. That is absolutely mind boggling. Like it's wild, right? To think that. Yeah, that was for detached. Attaches are very similar. Uh, 0.7 inventory for detached or attached. So condos, townhomes, those type of things. But the days on market are the same and all that. So Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's 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 cool, though. There's a lot happening in the market. It doesn't. I don't want it to sound so, like, it, it's not meant to be discouraging. I'm not saying it's, like, because we are getting offers accepted. Oh, so yeah. It's not like people aren't getting houses. It's just... You have to be willing right now that if you're looking for a house, you have to be ready for a little bit of heartache and also just like a little more adaptability. Yep, yep, I agree. And I think it's just really setting that expectations with our clients, right? So it's like one of the things that we were talking about in our team meeting is, you know, now we have to write offers a certain way. We have to do our presentations a certain way where before we we were able to say, all right, let's wait till this weekend to, to see this house or, hey, you know, let's... Let's come in under a little under asking. You know, let's ask for closing costs. Where now everything starts at asking or above. You know what price, I mean? Price, the price, price right. wise. Yeah, yeah you, like, you, you, you'll be like, hey, look, it needs the paint, it needs the flooring. Let's just let them not do it, and we'll write it 10k under, and they'll get it. You know, yeah. now it's like, no, there's no flooring and no paint, but they'll give you maybe like, you know, it's just tough. Well, and 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 so we tell you guys this so to set some realistic realistic expectations, right? So if you're a buyer entering the marketplace today, like these are the things that you should expect. Like you're gonna above, you're gonna write an offer above asking price, and most of the times you're gonna release some contingencies. Maybe you're gonna say, "Hey, I'm I'm buying this house as is," uh, which is scary market. It's a scary place to be, but at the same time, you know, if it makes sense, right? Like financially, if it makes sense, if if you're renting right now and it, and it makes sense to buy, then do it. Right. And so uh, more than anything, we just wanted to educate, you know, with this. Something my dad always told me, too, is um, when you're buying a house, you're buying and this is more for first time home buyers, not necessarily investment. Right. If you're buying a house, it's it can always be the right time to buy, regardless of what's going on. If it's going to be the house where you live Mm -hmm. and it's going to be somewhere where you hold on to and you're there, if you're buying it with the intention of trying to sell it in a year or two, maybe three then probably this kind of market isn't the kind of market you want to dabble in. Mm. But if you're buying with the intention to buy a home, to kind of be there for a while, and the, the market always has fluctuations. So this, the value might dip a little bit, it might get stronger, we don't know, we don't have that crystal ball, but if you should be fine if you're living there with the intent of making it your home, right? Yep. Over time, because like, I think you always said this, is like, when was the last time rent prices went down? Yeah. <laughs> rent doesn't go down. <laughs> That's so true. And one of my favorite quotes to add to that is, and I don't know who says it, but you could probably Google it. It just says, um, don't wait and buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. 
right? And so real estate's really a long-term investment. You know, you, you think about our parents, our grandparents, when they bought houses, and they mm -hmm. you hear some of these stories where, like, well, we bought it for 150000 You know, you're like, where? You know, like, where was this at, you know? Yeah, well, okay, so with that, if you own a house, now's, now's the time to sell because you can move to that bigger house you wanted mm -hmm. and have that same payment, which is insane. But let me tell you a story of what something that just happened on my last transaction. One was uh, we, I was helping this family find a home and we found this perfect house and the people had lived there for like 20 years. And before them, their grandparents had lived there mm. for 20 years. So it's been in their family for like 40, 50 years, right? Wow. And the grandparents bought the house for like 20K. That's crazy. And so instead of sell it to the kids, they just passed it on to the kids the grandkids, so they inherited the house. And so they just sold it and for like six something, right? So it's my life. Dude, they bought the house for 20K and they sold it for six something. Wow. Like that's insane. Yeah. But the, that's generational wealth, right? Like it's over time. Absolutely. And the house was obviously like they'd taken care of it. It wasn't like we haven't done anything since we bought it back in the day. But that those that's like one of those stories, right? Like you were saying like where the cr crazy value over time comes. You're, you're gonna make money. You're gonna get. You're gonna make money. So if you're a buyer, you know, is it the right time to buy? That That's something depends. that everyone always asks. Like, would you know, is it the right time to buy? Yeah, and and we want to be sincere, right? And I and I would say is the right time to buy is when it makes sense for you. Yeah. Right. Always. So if if you're renting right now and you're paying, I don't know, twelve hundred dollars, which I don't think you can pay twelve hundred dollars anywhere. But if you are, then maybe hey, that's a good place. Like, stay put. Maybe you're living in a casita somewhere like that's a comfortable payment. But if you're already paying thirty five hundred dollars, four thousand dollars a month, like, yes, right now might be a good time for you to buy. Yeah, because the interest rates, I mean, it, even if so, everyone always says, like, well, what if prices drop next year? It's like, well, then interest rates will go up and your payment will be the same for the less house for less house. So yeah. you'll still be paying twenty five hundred. But instead of affording a five hundred thousand dollar house, now you're only can afford a four fifty. Yeah. Just yep. like that's how the numbers work out of it. Well, and, and that, right? So with that being said, like if you do buy, you know, make sure like Gio said in the beginning, like, hey, this might be a little bit longer term investment right now. So if you're thinking about like, hey, I'm just going to get in the house, I'm going to buy a house and then a year or two, I'm going to sell it. Like we're going to be honest with you guys. This might not be the market, right? We you don't might, have a you crystal might rent ball. it in two, two years. Yeah. And you will make money because the market goes up and down. Right. And so we'll go back up to that peak where you can get your money out of it. Um, but more than anything, you know, there's still good values out there. I know that personally, you were just buying, made an offer on a house, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like, I, I'm. It's a good time for me. Like, so I'm gonna do it because yeah. it, it's, it's a good time for us. So we need, we have a, a, you know, a little baby. We need another room. We need more space. Yeah. So um, if the right place comes up, then we'll do it. We made an offer. We didn't get it. Just like a lot of buyers in the market now. You yeah. Know? Well, which is actually kind of interesting, right? Like, um, we're realtors. We know what the market's like. We know what offers get accepted. Mm -hmm. We wrote it as best I could. Yeah. And we still didn't get it. So um, that's for for clients that are shopping right now and you feel discouraged, you know, it's it's okay. And that's just part of what it's like being in the market right now is, totally. is you're not going to get every house you make an offer on. Try not to get so attached. Yes, it's exciting, but you're not going to get everyone try not to get your heart broken and more than ever, just the tenacious attitude and people who are staying in it are the ones getting the houses, right? So yeah. 
Yeah, um, and I think to add to that, like I love that you like you practice what you preach, right? So I, I'm a firm believer of that. Like, they'll tell somebody to buy a house if you're not willing to buy a house, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, like you're buying because you've outgrown your house, and so now you need a bigger place, mm-hmm. and so it makes sense for you, right? Yeah. And so I, I love that, you know. And so yeah, I think it's it's more encouraging, guys. Like, hey, there's still good deals out there. Um, there's still great opportunities. We just have to look. Uh, and sometimes also also be creative. So you know if you if you're working with a real estate agent or you are with a, a real estate agent, some of the things that we're doing is we're doing a lot of mailers right now. We're doing a lot of cold calling. You know, creating circle, inventory. Yeah, creating inventory. Don't wait till you know inventory shows up. Go out there and look for it. Right. So doing a little circle prospecting. If, if you want to live in a specific neighborhood, you know your agent or, or yourself as an agent should be calling that neighborhood and farming the neighborhood. You know, calling the top agents in that marketplace and see if they have any off-market listings. Uh, and it's all about relationships. You know, I know that we were able to get one of our clients a house um, that never hit the market, and it was just a matter of uh, relationships. You know, yeah. and our client was, would this house would never came up, or I'm sorry, it would have came up, and it would have been, it would have been, it would have been priced higher, and we got this house at a ridiculous price right now for 450, which is like unheard of, right? And so, our clients are stoked. They're winning. They're getting an awesome house for a three bedroom, two bath for four fifty, and it's like unheard of. And so, it needs a little bit of work. But our clients are their parents are contractors, and so they're totally willing to do the repairs and do the work. Oh wow! Yeah, and so so let's do this. What what? Uh, I'm a buyer. I just started in the market. What are you? What what? How do you prepare someone? How do you prepare to go out there right now? What? what can you do to put yourself in a better position if you do need a house and you are wanting to get one? Like, uh, we're talking to buyers now, right? So like, what, what, what could I do as a buyer to prepare myself for being in a better position to get a house? That's a great question. So I would say getting pre-approved. Like more than ever, you have to make sure your ducks are in order, right? Like where before it was like, you know what, let's just go look at a house and if I like it, like then I'll get pre-approved. Because you gotta be able to pull the trigger fast on it, right? Yeah, because it's not gonna be around in, in two, three days or even a week. So. <laughs> So 23 <laughs> days maximum, then it's out of there. Yeah. yeah, right. And so, I mean, you want to make sure you're pre-approved, I would say, is like, and then work with someone that is a good lender, right? So I'm sure your real estate agent can recommend somebody. Don't necessarily go online, like, and find, the, you know, Quicken Loans, or I probably shouldn't say the name, but like someone that just <laughs> will give you a pre-approval letter, you know, over the spot. Like someone that really did their due diligence, check your credit. How, how important is it to be able to communicate with a lender? Oh, 100%. So, like as an agent, right? Yeah, and I think one of the biggest things, um, some of these big banks, you know, they work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, you know, and that's fine. But if you need to write an offer over the weekend... That's fine until you need a fresh pre-approval on Saturday at 5. <laughs> yeah, and your real estate agent's like, dude, I can't write this offer till Monday, you know, yeah. and they're reviewing offers Sunday, and so you're like, shoot. So I, I think uh, definitely reach out to your agent if you're not working with an agent. A couple, couple good agents here, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I think that would be the number one. What would you say is another big thing that you would uh, suggest buyers to do to get um, ready? Right now, honest, more than ever, more than ever, and, and it is working with someone who knows what's going on. Like yeah. if you have a friend who's a part-time agent and maybe they sell a house or two a year, like now is not the time to help your friend out if you're serious about buying a house. And I'm sorry, like it's just not because they don't know. This thing is changing every week. Uh, last week there was a, there was something that was working with offers and maybe this week the rules changed because a new form came out. Mm. You know, I remember when COVID first started, the PEED form, the property entrance form was getting changed every two weeks yeah. because they were adding things, removing things. There was different rules about seeing homes. So 
now more than ever, it, it, you need to work with someone who's actually engaged in the marketplace and working with clients on a consistent full-time basis, knows the, the logistics of what's going on, and also making sure that, I mean, you don't get a lot of shots because there's not a lot of inventory. So when you do write an offer on a house, you want someone who knows what are the winning traits of an mm -hmm. offer so put my best foot forward and put myself in the best opportunity to get this house. You know, that. someone who's not in the market isn't going to know those things, and they're going to be learning with you. Yeah, you you don't want to be learning at the same time. <laughs> you know what I mean? In most markets, that's fine, but right now, it's it's just going to take you longer to find a house. I agree. I agree. Right, and it's just like those little key things where, you know, finding out like if 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 you know you have a buddy who's a new real estate agent and he's getting dictated by his clients like how should we write the offer? I don't know. You tell me how we should write the offer. You know, like. You want to write under asking? Okay, sure, let's do that. Like we're just waste. You would be wasting your time. Yeah, and, and getting your hopes up. And getting yeah. your hopes up. I mean, you'd be wasting your time. And so I think working with a, a true professional, someone that knows the marketplace, someone that knows what's going on, and and uh, and doing a little bit of homework up front, right? Finding out do they have offers? Yes, right. That's going to be an yeah. obvious. Uh, where are those offers coming in at? You know, what's important to the seller? So one of the one of the things right now, it's it's a big it's leaning it towards a big seller's market. So maybe the seller needs to rent back, you know, needs to stay in place, stay in possession for a couple of weeks. And so sometimes by adjusting your offer accordingly, you can have that winning offer, right? And so it's just knowing little things and doing a little bit of homework instead of just writing an offer, you know, it's more than just submitting a letter, you know, I know something that you're doing that's really creative is doing videos when you submit your offers to yeah. listing agents. Yeah, that's been pretty um, successful when we submit offers for our clients. You, you know, I, I send a video with our email so it stands out, right? Yeah. Because I don't think every other agent's doing a video. Yeah. And, you know, we just, hey, my name's Gio, this is who you'd be working with, you yeah. know, uh, tell me if there's anything we can do to strengthen our offer. Here's the highlights, bam, bam, bam. Uh, it's, it's, it's not as good as the love letters you used to be able to do now that those are like outlawed, right? Yep. Yep. Um, what, what, so what, for those that don't know, you used to be able to write a letter to the sellers with a picture of your family. And it was like, Hey, this is, you know, me and Julia, and this is our son, Steven and Billy. Yeah. <laughs> and our dog, you know, and we're going to take care of your house. And they worked a lot. I mean, I got oh, yeah. a lot of offers accepted with those <laughs> letters. But, oh, they're gold. They're, uh, they're gold. But now it, now it's, it's, you know, fair housing act and stuff yeah. just to keep it a fair game. So, um, best thing we can do is assure a smooth transaction with that video up front. Yeah. And then that's a good way you can literally tell the other agent a little bit about your client without having to like put it in writing and send them a picture. It's like, mm. Hey, this is a family, good family, first time home buyers. Like they've been saving, they got their down payment mm -hmm. pre-approved with our preferred lender. Like this is someone that we use trust. No, we know they're going to get the job done. It's going to be seamless. Right. And so definitely going out of your way and making sure that it's not just submitting a blank offer or, and, and, back to the thing about how important it is to work with someone i was just thinking of um last year like uh march time right mm -hmm. there was a uh, everything shut down COVID hit, yeah before they were like essential non-essential blah blah everything was closed so i had two escrows where somebody was moving here and buying a house and these people were selling and moving and pennsylvania got shut down so because there everything got shut down over there our escrow got shut down so then we had to do all these forms and navigate it and it's like that's not new agent territory, man. Like, oh, yeah. there's people in limbo here where they're, they're gonna move, they're gonna be homeless if this sells, and this is, like, the timing to keep pieces up with all the moving parts right now, it's, it's. Uh, I'm glad I got some ex experience under my belt going into this market, that's for sure. Yes, sir. Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of contingencies, right? So people are, like you said, people are selling a house, 
and then either upsizing or downsizing to a different house. And so it gets tricky because you have multiple agents, you have multiple escrow officers, multiple lenders, and you have to navigate and make sure the timelines are, are working accordingly. Yeah. And and they're not perfect, right? It's real estate. Like, you know, we have these timelines in place, but know that we do our very best, but there's so many people involved in this process. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, if you do not know how to navigate that, you're just gonna be like, your clients are already stressed and you're gonna be stressing, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and you're gonna be, you're they're gonna stress you out and you're gonna be super stressed out. So definitely working with like, someone that has the experience that has been through that is huge. Yeah. So I wanna ask you a question, man. Uh, this is a little different topic though. Um, okay. Like, have you ever heard of house hacking? House hacking, no. I mean, you, it's funny you haven't heard of it. You like, I feel like you kind of know about it. Uh, house hacking is like uh, ways you can make your home investment or your purchase or your whatever property work for you to make the most out of it, right? So an example is like house hacking. You buy a house with a detached garage. You taught you taught me this one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like that that would be a house got hack, it. right? Is like terminology. Got it. Got it. Got it. I bought a house. It has a detached garage. ADU. And uh, except which became an ADU. Yep. But I didn't need to build anything because it was already there. Yeah. Um. What are what other ideas for house hacks or making the most of your investment? Can you think of right now? So I, I personally love this subject, right? I, I didn't realize it was called house hacking. So you learn something new every day. And house hack, it's like the hottest thing, man. <laughs> Everyone wants to house hack. That's funny. <laughs> oh man, I gotta keep up with the millennials. Or you terms, buy right? a house with an extra bedroom <laughs> so that you can rent one and qualify for a bigger house with your loan or whatever. Totally, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I, I love this. So I, I run a couple of rentals and, and sometimes, you know, you can find I call these little gold mines, right? Where it's like you buy a house and there's a detached garage and that detached garage has already been, has already been converted into a casita. It's got a little bathroom, it's got a little kitchenette. It's, uh, I love these because they're separate, right? They're separate dwellings from the main house. Mm -hmm. And so what's really nice about these properties is they're already done, right? Like I don't have to do anything besides put some carpet paint, you know, make it pretty. Um, and then it's a matter of now you're collecting two rents. And so what's really nice, I remember when my wife and I first bought our house, we bought a house that had a detached guest house. And when we bought it, it was already done. So we were renting out the back house and that was literally covering our mortgage payment. We That's were renting, yes, yeah, and we were living in the main house for free. Like we just had to pay property taxes and SDG uh, and E, you know? And so Dang. it was wild and it was really cool because we were able to stack up some chips to buy then our next house. And so, you know, was it our dream house? Absolutely not, you know, it was on a busy road. It wasn't where we wanted to be, but it was a good opportunity for us because we were young, we didn't have any kids. And we said, hey honey, like this is a good stepping stone. Like let's buy this and then let's, and then, you know, in a few years we will buy something else, you know, cause we we're gonna have some money saved and we're gonna be able to look for another opportunity. And so I, I like telling like a lot of first time home buyers like, hey, most of the time, like your first house is not gonna be your dream house and that's okay. You know, and, and just know that like you're making an investment. And what I love about real estate is like you can buy this and then afterwards you can rent it out or you can kind of see where the market's at. Like, is it all time high? Does it make sense to sell it? Or should I just keep renting it out? Or, you know, I mean, and I tell this to my, my investors and my clients like, hey, like we'll see when, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that when we cross the bridge, like, yeah. right? Like no point of like, all right, got to time it perfectly. Like, yeah, you want to have some kind of structure, but like as long as it's covering the rent, like, buy it right yeah well nobody has a crystal ball it's hard to beat beat the market yeah. all the time but uh what how have you heard about uh this other thing where you can use the like let's say the house has a casita or already built or like 
another room or some detached thing already set up. Mm -hmm. You can use the rent income from that second unit to help you qualify yep. as income, right? Yeah. Uh, is it like 80% or 70%? Do you happen to know? Ooh, no, I don't. I, I want to say that could be it, but I don't want to mislead I, I know one, one of them is different for FHA and one's different for um, conventional, like what yeah. you can use. But that's that's like the ultimate house hack, right? Like yeah. You, you, it's not your income. You don't have that house yet, but you can use it to help you qualify. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's that's like my dream is to find something like that where I can qualify for a little bit more using that second, like maybe the garage or maybe there's an, a, a two bedroom, one bath and a three bedroom, you know, something like that. Well, and, and what I love about this is sometimes like you don't, I know the last property that I bought, like there was already a detached structure there. It was like a casita and like when it pulled up on Zillow, my client sent it to me, right? And so when my client sent it to me, like it didn't show anywhere that there was a, a casita in the background. And so I actually, funny story, showed up to the house, client bailed. And so I was like, well, I'm already here. Might as well take a look at it. And when we went there, I'm like, oh, there's like a guest house back this here. This is your house? The, uh, fir the first place you bought? Second. Uh -huh. And I was like, oh, dude, this is sweet. There's a little guest house here. And so as we looked at it, I'm like, did the math. I'm like, hey, this could be a great opportunity. You know, and so one of the things that I want to encourage you is as you're looking at properties, like don't ever judge a house by its picture. You know, this was a foreclosure and it looked horrible, you hmm. know, and it was horrible in the pictures. But when we looked at it, um, when we looked at it, there was an opportunity there, you know, liked about that house. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good opportunities out there for sure. You got to keep yeah. looking. I mean, they're uh, still out there, right? 100%. And so, you know, we want to keep these about 30 minutes. We don't want to bore you with too much, not bore you, right? But we want to keep it, make sure it's relevant and want to make sure it's short. So I think I want to kind of just end it with sellers. What's happening here with sellers? What's your take? I know that you just went to a listing presentation. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Um, uh, sellers right now. What's interesting, I'm noticing sellers is a lot of sellers are people that bought homes in 07, 08. Um, value has returned and exceeded. So now you do have equity. Uh, you've lived in that home for a while. You have the equity and now you're cashing out. You're either leaving. Yeah. Um, and when I say leaving, I mean leaving California or San Diego or you're moving laterally payment wise. Right. Mm -hmm. So you have equity in your home. You're buying a home that's either bigger or more suitable for your lifestyle now because it's not the same as when you bought it. Maybe you have more kids or maybe you have horses now, whatever. Uh, now you can afford a bigger or different property that might have cost more. But essentially, you're going to owe the same amount because of the equity you have you can transfer it, right? Mm, and so the, the sellers right now are that I've worked with are in a position to do that and really benefit themselves and, and find a better suitable home for themselves and still maintain the same payment. Yes. Right? Yes. And Is that so, what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're a seller, like this, like the time is now, right? The time is now. If you're looking to sell, like this is the time. You know, if you're looking to downsize, if you're looking to upsize, like, like you said, you know, some of these people bought at the peak of the market and then the market went down. And ever since then, they've been like, oh, man, I hope this will recover again. And so now we finally recovered and some. And so if you're looking to sell, this would be a good time. Um, but it's also got to make sense, right? Like mm -hmm. if again, the, the right time to move is when it makes sense for you. 100 percent. And so right now what we're noticing with sellers, it's it's really a seller's market. And so if you are looking to capitalize and take advantage of it, this the time is now because there's a lot of things that are in your favor. There's no inventory, right? So everything everything is hot and new when it comes out, all new houses. One month's worth of inventory on the market. We have more buyers 
than houses. The supply and demand is crazy. And because rates are at all time low, right? There's an all time low. And so there's a lot of you know sell sellers right now. I'm, I'm getting sellers that are getting free rent back for like two months, you know, which is unheard of. Like it's very beneficial to the seller, whether it's you need more time, you got to sell first, you, you know, maybe you're not going to be re I've even seen houses that sell in January, but they're like, I don't want to move out till May, you know, what <laughs> Crazy. I mean? yeah. and it happens. But also along that same vein is if you haven't upgraded your house in 30 years, you, you can't expect the price that your neighbor got when they replaced all the flooring and did a new kitchen last year. Yeah. So it's, it's um, you know, it is a seller's market, but the, the buyers are savvier. It's not just, you know, let, let's just buy house to buy house, but the expectations are a little higher too. Yes. So you don't yeah. have to fix everything, but everything should be lo looking all right or working all right. Absolutely, absolutely. But more than ever, you know, painting that extra room is not really gonna make a difference. Mm -hmm. you the know? small things, right? Yeah, small things. Like, well, we're gonna put uh, fresh flowers in the front. Like, well, you know what? You don't have to bake cookies before anyone comes over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it smells good, looks good, like you're gonna be all right, you know, and everything's put away. So, you know, if you're a seller, I definitely would take advantage of that. I would definitely take advantage of just, even if you're interested and you're watching this video and you wanna know like, hey, what's my home value, Ivan? Like, no commitments, let us know. Joe and I would be happy to, to run some numbers for you and, and see what those numbers look like. And more importantly, like, after fees and everything like what is it that you're taking home right and if and, and if it makes sense you know we educate a lot a lot of our our um our sellers like hey i know you're gonna make making a great uh great return on your investment but where are you gonna move to and does that make sense and yeah. what is that new payment gonna be like you know and so i have a a seller right now we're putting her house on the market next week and she's like ivan this is great i want to sell it kind of similar scenario we've outgrown this house now i want to buy a bigger house and so she's like, should I do it? Should I not? And I said, well, let's put put it on the market. Let's test the market. Let's see if somebody's willing to give us a rent back. You know, we'll actually rent back the house, you know, for a couple months. And then that'll give us enough time to go look for a place. So you're not feeling like, oh, I have to go like move somewhere and like go live in a yeah. hotel, go live with my in-laws. Let's just be honest. Somebody wants to live with their in-laws. Like, <laughs> you know, so this gives them a good opportunity to really kind of take their time. And, for sure. And also like once you sell your house, you have that cash available. So you're able to make moves and it's a lot, your offer looks a lot more attractive. So um, yeah, so that's it guys. I mean, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit, give you a little market update on what's happening behind, you know, behind our perspective as real estate agent professionals here in sunny San Diego. Um, wanted to see if you had any other stuff you wanted to, I think uh, overall, I think if you're in the market and you want to know more, you know, we can tell you more about it. I th it's a really exciting time to be in real estate, whether you own or you're looking to buy. There's yeah. great rates and the prices are good for selling. So um, it's good for both people right now, which is a weird thing, right? That's why the market's so um, active. Yeah. It's not stale. It's something that's always happening right now. It's because it's beneficial to both parties and it can be Absolutely. when you're working with someone who can help you find that. So Yes, I love that. Well, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, again, if you guys are in the market, if you're looking to buy or sell, or if you're a real estate agent out there and you're looking to join a top team here in San Diego County, let us know. We'd love to be a resource to you. Uh, answer any questions you may have. You know, if you're looking to join a team, if you're looking to sell, buy, just any information, please shoot us a DM. Uh, my Instagram name is Ivan Sells Real Estate. Um, you can follow me at, at Gio Ruiz Realtor. Yep. And so give us a follow. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, guys, um, the time is now. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in. Much love.